Welcome to Word First Radio, the podcast of Word First Ministries. Tune in each week and join us as we pursue God's command to make disciples of all nations. Hey, what is up, you guys? Welcome to Word First Radio, the podcast brought to you by Word First Ministries. I am your host, Jacob O'Neill, and as always, I'm joined by my friends Cameron and hey. Bailey. Hey. And today, we have my friend, Endra, back <sighs> in the studio. Or not. How are, you, how, are you, how are you feeling, man? I'm doing good. It's been a while since yeah, the last time uh, we had you on. Weeks, yeah. Okay, right on. Been uh, doing a lot of uh, important studies of not doing much. <laughs> okay, <Yeah>. right. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Bailey, how would you pray us in, man? Yeah, of course. Um, God, thank you just for the opportunity we have today to speak with our friend Endra. Um, and yeah, we just devote this time to you and pray that you would use it to challenge us and teach us and humble us. Um, so Lord, we spend this time in your name. Amen. 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 All right, brother. Well, hey, so last time we had you on, we talked about, uh, you gave us a lot of useful information, by the way, about mm. Norwegian culture and, um, the kind of like Christian identity that's still baked into Norwegian culture, talking about confirmations and all that. But we did get to talk a little bit about your worldview. You shared with us that you are an atheist, basically a materialist is, is what you said. Yeah, it's uh, like I don't have like a description like it's it's whatever it's not something i think much about but mm. if, if you're going to fit me like some sort of physical naturalism or something like that okay yeah for sure you shared with some of your thoughts about uh the bible as well um and so one of the things that we didn't get to one of the kind of the next questions on the survey was where do you find like meaning in life mm. so this is uh a huge conversation yeah. mm. that people have been talking about since there have been people. So, uh, you know, I guess I'll just kind of th- throw that on the table. Uh, Andra, you, uh, you know, as an atheist, as someone who kind of leans more on like the physicalist, naturalist kind of side, where do you find meaning in life? What is the meaning of life? Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, it's like the very short answer is just like an internal process where just I use my brain, I do things I like and, that's the short story of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like the, the the long stories, like we, we talked earlier about like to the, we, we also talked when I talked to uh, to you on Monday about like the Schopenhauer, about when like the first really question about the meaning of life mm-hmm. came. But because like in the past, the, like for example, you have the, the Aristoteles, like thing, they didn't talk about the meaning, like Aristotelian philosophy. They also talked kind of like that, but it was like, what is the good life? Mm-hmm. Mm. And uh, then also, like, you have uh, also in, like, other Christian theology or uh, if it's, like, uh, or Islam or something like that, they often, like, they don't necessarily have, like, the open question about what is the meaning of life. It's more, like, guidance kind of things. And then it's, like, uh, it's just, like, an interesting thing, like, how how I see it. It's, like, a modern phenomena, kind of, Mm. about, like, it's not, like, because sometimes... You don't even necessarily have to even think about the meaning of life. You just do things mm. and you just enjoy life, mm. and it's just like uh, part of like uh, yeah, a new thing that we have started to think about because we know actually can't think about it more because it's like to the part of like this cultural evolution because we can like now make statements about things because you need words to first find out the things that you. I don't. This this doesn't make much sense. Well, you need yeah. words to describe the things yeah, yeah. that you find out, right? Mm. So it would be kind of awful if all we had was just, some people do, it's really yeah. sad, but just our brains of like, oh, I'm making all these amazing observations in the world and I can't share them with other people. Mm. So you need words for that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so 
um, to go like in depth about like what my meaningful life is, it's like we can also maybe talk about uh, the meaning of life as like a Christian also. Mm-hmm. How how I see this like will not be like a meaningful life. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like okay. like for me like you have uh, for example like you have the. the in my perspective, it's like if you are like uh, Christian, then mm-hmm. like you, your meaningful life is like worshiping God, right? Or uh, we'll get to that. Yeah. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll have Cameron in a moment. Uh, oh, explain God. the <laughs> explain the meaning of life mm. from a Christian perspective. Yeah. But uh, you, that that's a definitely mm. part of it. Yeah, uh, but it's more like like we are like in just like we are into the like as I think maybe I said last time we are like to the ants of. Like God, like some, mm-hmm. like yeah, some people have ant farms. Yes, <laughs> and like we are like the meaning of life is just like I know, pleasuring God kind of. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like so you have like a ant person is like watching the ant farm and like oh cool the the ants are doing this this thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But but I think it's like more like uh, when you don't have this like uh, this like God like God or something else some higher power or whatever it should be like. But mm-hmm. now we just like have we just have. The, or internal, like or like, because it's like my meaning of life is subjective. Because mm-hmm. some people are saying like, when you have like subjective meaning, you have like where do you even can get your meaning from? But it's like it's like I do things I like, and it's that's just the end of the story. And mm-hmm. um, and like I feel I find it's also like more like beautiful at the same time when you are like you creating your own path in life. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much I can go into it r- yeah. right now. No, to that's talk already, too much. Yeah. No, that's good. Uh, that are, that already just alone gives us a ton to talk about. But I, um, so kind of just basically like I don't really think about it. I do the things that I mm. like because I like them, and it's basically just all subjective. Yeah. Um, and that's what you find beautiful about it is the subjectivity. Mm. Okay. Yeah. No. Really interesting, Cameron. Do you mind like? <laughs> <laughs> Any thoughts you have on that, or if you don't mind sharing, like where would a Christian and your your perspectives uh, also, like what what do you find meaning yeah. also? Yeah, sure. Mm. I have a lo- you might imagine I have a lot to say, and mm. I don't know if any of it is very good. I guess, but it's a lot of volume. <laughs> I'll right? tell you. It's, it's, <laughs> I'll tell you if it's, it's good. A, it's a lot of words, um, but you can't. You sort of can't overstate the importance of the question: What is the meaning of life? And it's such a cliche sort of question mm-hmm. um, that almost no one answers it the same way. If you ask five people what's the meaning of mm. life, it's not just that they have five interpretations of the answer, it's that they have five interpretations of the question. What mm. what does that mean? So it's, um, in the one sense, it's a difficult thing to even have a constructive conversation about. Mm-hmm. But as I consider it, it's something like, I'll try and explain it this way. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> life is suffering and pain. And I know that more suffering and pain are coming tomorrow. So I'm confronted with the question, why would I choose to live another day if mm-hmm. I know that there is the potential, and not just potential, in fact, but by all, uh, all my reason tells me there's a guarantee of mm-hmm. suffering and pain coming tomorrow. Why would I want to continue to participate in existence? Mm-hmm. And that's, kind, that's uh, what some of the existentialists we're dealing with sort of in the early 20th century is like, mm. what, how do we deal with that? If, if life is absurd and none of it means anything. So the meaning of life, 
there is no meaning. It's absurd. It doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. And if you read Camus, Camus has a very brief essay on the myth of Sisyphus. Have you read that, Endra? I have read, uh, I usually read like summaries of things. Yeah. Because I understand it at least. Yeah. So I'll, I'll, I'll give you a very short summary, but even Camus' paper on it is really short. Mm-hmm. But basically what he does is he talks about the, the myth of this Greek character called Sisyphus. And Sisyphus, his, he's done something bad and his punishment is he has to roll a rock up a hill and then let it go and chase it back down the hill and roll it back up the hill for all eternity. And Camus thinks that this is relevantly similar to human existence. He goes, look, that's our lives. And it's not eternity, but that's what we're doing for as long as we continue to exist, as we're, uh, our lives are just like Sisyphus rolling a rock up a hill, only for it to roll back down again, for us to chase it and roll it back up the hill. Because mm-hmm. when our life is over... That's all the difference. That's all the difference we will have made in the universe, right? Mm-hmm. You could, you could, in a certain sense, if there, if there's no God, if we're looking at the, I don't, you don't even have to remove God from existence, but if you're looking at the universe in purely physical terms, you can explain not just any individual life, mm-hmm. but all of human history as a complex chemical reaction that, in astron, an astronomical time frame, is a, is very very short. And doesn't matter to the universe at all. So when I consider that question, then what is the meaning of my life? You, so you can say, what is the purpose of humanity, purpose of human life, what's the purpose of the universe, etc. But when I consider what's the meaning of life, how is it, what am I supposed to do? Mm-hmm. Given that a physical description of the universe, when it ends in heat death, in all things considered, not that long, mm-hmm. will it have made a difference? Uh, will my life have made a difference? And I think the answer in physical terms is no, it, it doesn't. So you can do, uh, I think what, so I think maybe, and you've come to the similar conclusion as Albert Camus. What he says is, okay, so how does Sisyphus live? Well, I don't want to kill myself. Mm-hmm. I would rather push the rock up the hill and whistle while I work yeah. and make it as personally meaningful as I can and try and make it as enjoyable as I can, recognize, like, confront the stark reality that this is meaningless and absurd, mm. and knowing that I'm going to whistle, I'm going to skip, I'm going to have the best time that I can have while I'm doing this thing until I drop dead, knowing that that was meaningless, because mm-hmm. that's preferable to killing myself. Mm-hmm. Because, um, because, yeah. Yeah. because it was like, either it was either Sartre or Camus mm-hmm. that was like talking about like, yeah, do whatever you want to do as long as you not do what is making you, you know kill yourself or something? Yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah, that was that was uh, yeah, that that's coming. Yeah, that is coming. Uh, I think mm-hmm. Sartre was a little bit. I don't know if yeah, I said he, that. He right. had to see that little. I don't remember exactly, but they were very similar stuff, yeah. but they, but a little bit different also. Yeah, they ran in the same yeah. crowds. Mm-hmm. So 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 all that is preamble. All what of that I, is like the foundation of, okay, so now what's the meaning of life? Well, I actually want to kind of just like chase this rabbit a little bit. So you were kind of like expanding, like he's kind of saying like, Endra, that's what I'm interpreting you saying. It's mm. like, you're saying what like Camus said, we're like, okay, we whistle while we work as we do that. Like, so I guess my question for you is like, is that enough? Like, is that it? Do you see life that way of like the rock I'm pushing the rock up the will up the hill <laughs> and it's rolling down and I know this is absurd and meaningless the way I kind of look at that is like okay I'm gonna I'm gonna pretend this is meaningful yeah. because it makes it uh, more enjoyable mm. um, do you kind of see it that way or I see it's like 
of course, it's a little bit different from like push, just pushing a rock sure, every day. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's a little bit. Uh, it's a pretty music rock. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. fun rock. But, uh, <laughs> but no, it's it's just mostly just like about to the like uh, the enjoy the ride as long as it lasts because you only like you only have this time mm-hmm. and like you were like uh, because as I see it's like it's also like. When they have like, uh, for example, like if you just like assume this context that there's like there's no afterlife or anything like that, we just have this moment right there now, mm-hmm. and then it's just like we are like being uh, like for me personally, like it's just like a a very uh, fun thing to experience. This like I know eight years or something I get, and just like do the best of it as I can, and like yeah. one day it will like all my memories will be gone, but it's like I enjoyed it up to the moment I was dead, and yeah. then it's just. Mm-hmm. Over yeah. and I will be forgetting. And even like when you get to the sun, will just encapsulate to the earth, mm-hmm. and every, even that, every, then absolutely everything will be gone from this yeah. at least this physical world at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then it's like, uh, but it's just like I know it's just like talking. It's just about having fun. Minimum when mm. you are at it, because we only have this uh, opportunity. And then um, because then it's like uh, my like my criticism towards like. Uh, think like not just Christianity but like other things also because it was like this um I don't know if you saw this like uh this shooting for some years ago at a church there was like some mm. mass shooting at the church mm. and then like these people were saying like um uh, then these people were saying like um oh it doesn't matter anywhere they just go to heaven and like yeah we should don't, don't bother about things that happen here mm. and um and then it's like I also saw like another thing where like people were like they were very eager to to the day they die because then they can like go to God or something. Yeah. Okay, so they yeah. like they're very like quick to want to escape this world. Mm. But I don't say this is like representative of you guys, but mm-hmm. I've seen like some of this. If you understand what I mean, yeah, sure. no, yeah. absolutely, no, we've seen that too. Yeah. So, so Cameron, after laying that out and kind of like uh, hearing Endra's perspective, what do you, what would you see like? especially versus the Christian view, like why that kind of view of reality or the meaning of life is problematic. That whistling while I work (laughs) and like, why is that not enough? Yeah. I think there's, I think there's a lot to say. So, uh, as per usual, I think there's a lot to say because Ender's right that like, what is the meaning of life is kind of a modern way of framing the question. So you have, you know, starting with Aristotle, at least they're asking, what is the good life? Mm-hmm. Which is how do I live life well? Which is the question you confronted. I've got eighty years, mm. hopefully, maybe, and how do I make the best of it? Whatever it is, if I, you know, if I cease to exist and I have no, there's no, I don't obviously don't continue to exist. There's no, I have no memory. Eventually, everyone I've ever known will all be dead. There will be no memory of me. What do I do with these eighty years? Well, I do the things that make that make sense to do. The things that I enjoy, rather than the ones that, that do the things that that bring me. Pleasure and satisfaction, rather than things that bring mm-hmm. me pain and suffering. And the, um, um, another thing, also, like it's not just uh, in my world. Also, it's not yeah. just about like joy and stuff like sure. that. It's also about like, like uh, n- not necessarily pain, mm. but like also like hardship. Yeah. Like for example, like I do like programming now, mm-hmm. and like it's like very painful to yeah. do it because. Mm-hmm. But it's like when it, when you do this programming, you will get like you could do some very cool statistical analysis and yeah. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But um, so it's not just about to the pursuit of like joy and happiness. In my yeah. world, we also sure. Yeah. Well, you, I th- yeah. but I think I think you'd have to if you're going to be consistent. So I, I understand what you're saying, but I think if you're going to be consistent, you have to be able to reduce any instance of pain and suffering into some expectation of greater pleasure. Mm. So it might be I I, I <clears throat> submit to 
the suffering, although we admit it's a minor amount of suffering, yeah. but it, it is, it, it's suffering. It's not joy mm. and pleasure to learn how to write this program and spend the time writing it, debugging it, optimizing it, etc. because it gives me some kind of result that contributes to my overall pleasure, overall mm-hmm. utility, something like yeah, that. Flourishing. Yeah. So I, I think you, I think you have to, um, you have to, re- uh, yeah, I think that's how you have to calculate any instance, uh, even of growth. I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to lift these heavy things and mm. it's suffering and it hurts, but it's going to make me stronger. And that, that makes my life, uh, from my perspective, better in some way. Because mm-hmm. if you don't, uh, if you can't reckon those decisions in those terms, if that's not your calculus, then you run into these problems of consistency. And I think that's, for me, that's where, um, that's where that, that's where that worldview, I think, starts to suffer mm-hmm. because, and I, I think Nietzsche was was honest about it. So Nietzsche starts with the same premise: whistle while you work, blah blah blah. But most people will say, "I do what makes sense to me, and what makes me feel significant, and meaningful. What makes me feel brings me the the greatest life as I as I can uh, as I see as, as I can as I judge something mm-hmm. like that. Right? I've got eighty years. How do I make the best of them? I do what makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. But um, Nietzsche went, well, heck with that, right? Most of, I'm sorry, let me back up mm. one step. Most of us say, I do what makes sense, but I don't hurt other people. Like I love people and I'm kind and I'm charitable. And, and, um, and we ha- then we start, we start adding all, all of these sort of moral principles and we mm-hmm. add this moral layer on top of whistle while you work. Right. And Nietzsche was like, get rid of that, that moral nature thing. If none of it matters, mm-hmm. if really the, the universe ends in heat death and we can describe each of our lives as a complex chemical reaction, then it doesn't matter whether you were nice to people and mm-hmm. it doesn't matter whether you, uh, whether you abused or took advantage of or tortured or whatever. And in fact, this is sort of the, the call of evolution of humanity would be to understand that about yourself, that everyone's life can be described in terms of a chemical process mm-hmm. <laughs> or a chemical reaction that disappears and it had no purpose and it had no meaning. So, so why don't we remove that moral layer mm-hmm. we have maybe a philosophical or a theological layer on the bottom then we put a moral layer on top that's usually like don't hurt people be good be nice all the things that we all agree on but i think that if mm-hmm. if uh, your life has no meaning because the universe has no purpose that you can't justify that moral layer mm-hmm. except to say those things make me feel those things make me feel bad or gross or or all of my moral judgments are a statement of my own preferences um Right, so I say, don't uh, uh, don't torture babies. Right. I'm not saying you can't do that. I'm just saying, like, ew, I really, I don't like that, and mm-hmm. I wouldn't and couldn't participate in it. And and all of that is to say, I think if your view of the meaning of life is it can be reduced into sort of purely physical mm. terms. I think you can't justify having a, having a moral layer of your life. And I think most people can't live that way. I think, uh, I think we can say that we can, yeah. but I just don't mm-hmm. think that it's, I don't think it's a workable life. Yeah. But uh, then we come to like, that's like you have this feeling based morals, yeah. which is also my morals is based on feelings, yeah. which is like how society is structured. Because like society is structured around feelings, yeah. Like because we have like different cultures, have all these different like because we live in like a more like to the like how is like descriptive prescriptive descriptive mm-hmm. is that like we are living in a moral relativist world. 
that's like how the world are working. Because like, for example, the difference between like uh, when you are like treating different kind of like how you see murder in different countries, for example, like for example, self-defense is seen as a different thing. Like for example, in the United States and in Norway, mm. for example, there you can just almost shoot like immediately. <laughs> but here in Norway, you have a, need to be having more like trigger, like you need to be more carefully. Because here we actually are prosecuting more carefully when it comes mm. to like self-defense and stuff like that. Yeah. And that's like a difference when it comes to the difference of like murder. Like we have, we have like a different opinion of like what murder should be like. Mm. Then you have also, for example, also then you can go to like uh, stuff like abortion also. Then like you have different opinions of like what is murder there. Like if, for example, if you are especially evangelical in the United States for not everybody, but many people, th- there's a different thing there. But here in Norway, like we don't care like we don't have that like emotional attachment to it we are more okay like we see it as more like a just a medical operation yeah Mm. and um so that's like how like we are like living in this like moral um moral like uh, relativist world yeah um but then like but it's like but it's uh but that's like to the part of like uh the, the evolution process it's just like that's just how it is and um and then like we um like if we didn't have this like evolutionary process where you mm-hmm. get like this have these feelings because we can think abstractly we cannot create a society because if we were going to go out and murder a lot of people we cannot mm-hmm. create society and then like then we will not be like selecting on this mechanism for that society and it, it would just be crashing down and then like another point is like because we can also see like moral structures in like the animal king like of course we also in the animal kingdom but like also, also can obviously see like different like uh, behavior of animals that yeah. are clearly moral so like where is like this thing is coming from also um because like I, you, you have seen like you have, i don't know if you've seen like like uh, videos of like animals acting morally <laughs> i don't know if you've seen them uh I've, i yeah. mean animals do some pretty terrible saw, stuff like, a squirrel giving yeah a but like <laughs> humans, yeah. humans also do very terrible stuff also yeah, that's true, yeah. Yeah. we've seen videos of crows yeah. making gifts for humans we see that chimps take better care of their own their own uh, like, uh, their own children than the children of other people yeah. you have of, a, of, of other chimps i mean yeah you have a sample like a sample of like uh, penguins adopting and you have examples of uh of like even like you you have money of like cats like uh and dogs like uh, uh, like uh, using their own life to like rescue like not to rescue I mean like sacrificing their own life for like mm. protecting to the family but you clearly mm-hmm. see it's like a it's a moral act mm. like even mm-hmm. maybe they don't think it's a moral act but it's like some sort of like part of their uh, genetical code or uh, because I'm not like a very like uh, like I think like environment has all has a lot to do with how we behave morally so I think mm. also like maybe uh, like animals can be like learned to also behave morally also mm. um, if they know about it or not I, I don't know but like this yeah. clear is something that's more just than humans also if that ju- yeah so I just wonder how how far we want to take that almost because yeah, yeah. we we that you're you're rightly to observe that different cultures have different moral values over certain issues it's right? a, 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 another thing it's not like i will debate if somebody like uh, does something i, I don't like that's right. like that's like how we are like changing laws because we are doing discussions and debates about like mm. i feel because i feel this way but i can like for example like for example if it's like like nazi germany mm. then i will like debate to the nazi about mm. like um mm-hmm. uh, about like for example to the wrong doing of killing Jews mm. but by like for example like just just using themselves as the same position like you mm. have to the the uh, for example just use this example for like to the curtain of roll mm. John uh, if that's his name 
Oh, I don't. Uh, I can't remember. Yeah, but it's yeah. basically like you just put yourself in in your shoes, just like using their own like logical. I, I use their system of like how they feeling about things mm-hmm. and asking mm-hmm. questions about that. And then like if they clearly see a contradiction there, then like, are you really sh- sure you should be doing this then? Mm-hmm. Uh, but then of course it's like pe- that's the thing. Like we are driven by emotions and fear and stuff like that. So then you get like stuff like the Holocaust and. Right and uh, big atrocities. Yeah, well, that's that's more or less what I was going to ask was because we have cultures not even just in the 20th century, but even like down today mm. that have risen up with these values to do some pretty terrible things and mm. some good things, right? Yeah. In, in certain cultures, and so I'm just um, like the way that I when I'm confronted with this question, like when I see someone in like the Middle East or Nazi Germany or whoever do commit a moral atrocity, like I. When I say that gassing Jews is wrong, I'm not I'm not making the same statement morally as when I say I like Coca Cola, mm. right? I'm not I, like to me, like I am perceiving like an actual evil in the world, and I'm like, no, 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 I. It's not just my opinion. This is wrong. Like I'm seeing that this is wrong, and the people who think that this is morally good and right, they're wrong in the same way that if they said two plus two is five, mm. then they're wrong. Yeah. Um, but uh, also have like the other issue with like, for example, if you're like a Christian, you can say like, mm. you can just say, God told me this and I will act this way. And then yeah. like you can, then like you are like, if you can like logically like talk to them, then it's like, you can like, well, how, how is it going? Like you cannot rationalize with irrationality. Sure. Um, so then it's that's, like that's yeah. true for everybody. Yeah, right? yeah no, 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 but, but like you, you can just say, God told me this thing, yeah. and uh, and that's like that's like I want to, for example, have like a world where we are like having like this properly secular world where like we need to be having this uh, this logical debates mm. about because if you like you need to be like uh, able to be challenged if you want to be behave one way morally, then I need to be able to challenge you like yeah. in, like in this world sure yeah. and then we, and then i think the christian has the responsibility to be able to uh explain himself to yeah. you so mm-hmm. and, so an example i might think of so my family were immigrants in norway mm. and when we got here we had to schedule an appointment with the police and we had to show up at the police station and give them our documents and they did some more stuff yeah. and when i got there um they said what well, you know why are you here show me show me proof of your uh, of your appointment and I could give them a piece of paper. Yeah. I said, there's an authority that mm. told me this is the time and place where I need to be. Mm. And uh, they could go, they could say, no, there isn't. I don't believe in any such authority. Mm. But then I would have some documentation in order to, in order to hopefully uh, persuade, persuade the, the guard to let me, in fact, that's exactly what happened. Yeah. This was during uh, COVID time and there was a guard at the door who, unless I could show him the right piece of paper, wouldn't let me through. And I think that's uh, relevantly similar to God told me to do it. Mm. So God told mm. you to do it. Well, let's talk about that thing because if mm. God is real and he told you and, and he told you to do it, that's like the issuing authority of my, um, of my, uh, appointment with the police with the police i say there's mm-hmm. an authority who told me to do this you have to respect it just like i do mm-hmm. so if god is real and he's given me some instruction uh then that means we are all we're all bound to the instruction that god gave me but that's not proof necessarily for you i think mm. i think maybe mm-hmm. it's proof enough for mm-hmm. me yeah. mm-hmm. but that's not necessarily proof enough for someone who's outside of my outside of my mm. consciousness to believe that and i think that that's um i think that's something that christians have to be honest about 
and willing to deal with. And by the way, you do get kooky people who say God told me to do something yeah. that God mm. didn't tell them to yeah. do. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I, I've, you know, I was a, a, a pastor for several years and people would tell me all the time, God told me to do some stupid, some stupid mm. thing that God mm-hmm. definitely didn't tell them to do. Um, but I think the lesson there is that humans just have no, uh, we're not short. Let me say this. We're very talented at finding justification to do the things we want to do anyways. Yeah. yeah. But uh, also, like, I just also want to point, like, maybe one or two elephants in the room. Yeah, sure. For example, like, uh, like how I, like, I know you, you, of course, are not following this, but, like, the problem mm-hmm. of, like, brimstone on fire, like, yeah. in, in hell. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. if, like, God like, is real and you have this, like, brimstone, like, this, like, very bad place, according sure. to some Christian. But I know, like, Jacob does not follow this and I don't know your perspective, but yeah. if you have this, like, very bad scenario that you like you know what I'm thinking about yeah yeah then like I don't mm-hmm. see that as like an immoral good God at all if like yeah. just like a person that does not believe go to like hell or something mm. like if, mm-hmm. if I like I, I like I behave like like as a good decent person like I never like maybe do like some sinful thing according to like Christians mm. but like it's just like I don't never actually hurt anyone but then I go to hell for like eternity and suffer <laughs> and yeah. uh, and that's I see like a big problem if you're following that worldview, but it's like a different version of like, for example, Orthodox people, they don't even think about hell even. Mm-hmm. They just think you just are gone. And uh, then like he yeah. doesn't, he believes just like we are just hell. Then like afterlife is just two separate of sinners. And yeah. Yeah. I don't believe in like the kind of medieval, like where they have like demons putting people mm-hmm. in a stretcher yeah. and like tormenting. <laughs> yeah. Like I think that there's a cartoonish kind of um, dramatized version of hell that's been that's become like popular. It's in popular culture, mm. and it's in like it's always the paintings. Idea Satan's yeah. in charge, yeah. and the demons are torturing no. people. And no, 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 no. No. So I believe God's in charge of hell. Mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I believe hell's a real place, and I believe people go there forever. But I, I think that uh, there's so many. As yeah, something interesting you mm. said there. And uh, first of all, I appreciate you bringing bringing this up. And this could, is another thing that could be its whole episode in itself. <laughs> but you said uh, as you were explaining yourself, you're like. I feel like I'm a good person and do does good things and you know I don't really deserve this and like I don't understand how moral god can put us there. I think that that right there gets us back to like at bottom of like what we're talking about mm. of like what it, what does it actually mean to live a meaningful life? What does it mean to live a good life? And I would say that as a Christian, what it means to be a good to be a good person, to live a good life is defined as, by god and of have being in relationship with God and following God. Mm. I don't, and I think that, you know, there's a, um, there's a question that's posed. Uh, it's called the Hitchens dilemma or whatever it is. It's yeah. Christopher Hitchens. I'm yeah. sure you're familiar with him. Um, he said, you know, he would ask Christians constantly, like what's a moral thing that a Christian can do that an atheist cannot do. And the answer to that question is serve, love and follow God. Um, because I would say as a Christian, that's the most moral thing possibly. I mean, you got to see it like, well, hopefully I can help you see it maybe from my point of view. I look at God it's, as... Uh, because I have mm. a, a, just like a short t- t- tangent mm. to, to this. <laughs> like, I just have a problem with this, like yeah. this, all this stuff about relationship mm. with God and like, like okay. w- that, um, this, like, it, do you feel like this is the, the moral thing is to be like close to God and all this stuff, mm. which is just like... It like it just like person for me it like doesn't make like sense. It's just hard for me to understand like mm-hmm. that thing. Mm-hmm. 
Like the, well, why that is important. So can I, yeah. I'm going to interject real quick. We haven't heard like two words from Bailey. Yeah. Bailey is the only one of us who used to be an atheist mm. and isn't anymore. Mm. So we've kind of, I, I don't even have a good prompt of a question for you, but I just wonder where your perspective is mm. on the conversation yeah. so far. Cause I have, I have thoughts. <laughs> um, and then it, like, I really appreciate you saying that just now ended up cause for me, when I was an atheist and I was a really bad atheist, like you're, a way better atheist than I was back in high school. Like maybe, maybe I do something um, very wrong that you guys yeah. are. Uh, <laughs> no, he yeah. means like yeah. intellectually. Like, yeah. No, I was yeah. not a smart atheist. Yeah. <laughs> I was really dumb, but I was really convinced. Mm. Um, but I would have heard Jake say that, like the most moral thing that any person can do is serve, love, and follow God. I would hear that, and I would probably laugh at him, and my ears like would make me want to vomit. Mm. Um, and I'd say, like, look how gross this thing is. Like, you guys go into a building and lift your hands to this guy who doesn't even exist. Mm. Like, look how deceived you people are. Mm. Um, so my my response to what Jake just said would be a lot more harsh than yours was. Mm. Um, but I think that's generally uh, the kind of uh, just how wrong that sounds. Like when mm. someone says, the best thing you can do is serve love and follow a guy in the sky. You're like... Hmm. Okay, who cares about a guy yeah. in the sky? Um, <laughs> like, so, a, like I know, for example, like you also have yeah. secular people. Like for example, you mm. have the tyrannical dictator of like North Korea. Yeah. Like people also, mm. Have, mm. I don't know, follow, serve, love. Yeah, 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 yeah. Also. yeah absolutely. Yeah. And um, mm. who's also like not to be too mean. I see some similarities no, there mean. also yeah. To, yeah. Uh, <laughs> by like worshiping God. The God also. Yeah. Oh my goodness! But, yeah, yeah, that's a such well, there's an excellent point. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot to yeah. say, but yeah. I want to hear what Bailey. Like, well, yeah. um, no, no, no. So yeah. I have, yeah. I have um, like a few things that I think might help to clarify mm. um, what our mm. view is and like terms that don't just make you want to vomit. Because I like the atheist ears that still reside in me somewhat. Still heard Jake say that, and I'm like, no, no, no. Like say it differently because <laughs> that makes mm. me want to throw up. Um, so I think. Backing up to the question, like, what is the meaning of life? Um, as you were describing your response to that question, um, for me, I was hearing answers to the question, what is the meaning in life? Or where do you find meaning in life? Um, so, like, I would point to my family and say, my son, my wife, hmm. like, I love, love, love and get yeah. tons of joy and tons of, like, good stuff happens in my emotions and everything um, from just having them in my life and loving and serving them. Um, but so there are tons of different things that I can point out and say, oh yeah, that's the thing that gives me a little bit of meaning and purpose. And there I find some purpose. Um, but I didn't ever hear um, from you. No, like uh, the, yeah, I think uh, because I also like also one of my meaning of life is like, yeah. To have joy and stuff like that with friends yeah. and family, mm-hmm. yeah. Because yeah. I, I think, like, if you like, what was the book that we talked about? They're like the, having all the stuff, blah blah blah, all these things. Oh, uh, we were talking about Ecclesiastes okay. in the yeah. Bible mm-hmm. and uh, how that relates to this. Yeah, yeah. And um, then it's like, just if you just have the stuff, but you have no friends, then things like mm. it would be boring because yeah. you can also have stuff and have friends and share the stuff with friends mm-hmm. also. Yeah. But if you don't have nobody to share this with, then like. It's just empty. It's like, mm-hmm. because I yeah. find like also to the, like me, like me personally, because you can have like us in, in the secular world, you have different mm-hmm. opinions. Yeah. But, uh, mm-hmm. but in my world, it's like, for example, if I want to go and like 
I know, just a trip to just like, I know, Amsterdam or something, mm-hmm. then like I want to go with someone to yeah. like ex- mm-hmm. make experience with someone that you actually can have like a story together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's like my, where, where I find like my top meaning is like, actually like do something together with someone that you care about. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, so I think yeah. it sounds like, so mm. Bailey had an observation. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think like a way to explain the Christian claim um, that might make more sense to your ears is, um, to answer the question, what is the meaning of life? Mm. Um, so we have like this, we realize that our beings like want, like we have a desire and we're trying to find this thing that resolves that desire. Um, and we can find tons of different things. Um, but I think we don't arrive, um, at an ultimate thing that resolves that except for in, the thing the answer that I found called God. Mm. Um, so that I think the Christian claim would be what is the meaning of life? And we mm. claim that there is a God who created everything we see and us um, and the meaning of life that he as the creator and the initiator of it all. Um, the meaning of life um, I wouldn't say it in terms of is to serve, love and follow him. But the meaning of life is to um, find and live in relationship with the God who created the world and everything. Um, so that, yeah, and yeah, you go. And if you could clarify, yeah. like, where you fall off on that, because um, I genuinely mm-hmm. like when I try to imagine like your worldview without God or my past worldview when I had the same worldview without God. Um, I know that that has to be answered. Like there has to be something that ultimately resolves the meaning of life. Or if there isn't something there, then I'm going to find meaning in life and I'm going to like find it to the fullest meaning. I'm like all the morals and stuff, like Cam was saying, I would throw that trash away and I would start enjoying life. Um, Mm. Mm. That it's uh, it's just like um, uh, I feel like I'm too mean when I say this when I like <laughs> no. use the North Korea. Be mean, yeah. Yeah. go for it. Go for um, it. Because it's just like I, like I see like like as Kim Jong Un, he created like North Korea and like people yeah. there are like uh, you're going to like worship him. You get to the yeah. I don't know you get the goods if you worship him. You get the bad if mm-hmm. you don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and like in this. Um, well, like, if you are, like, assuming, like, assuming, like, uh, God is real, mm-hmm. um, then, like, then, like, I, I see it's, like, very similar. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, like, you, you, you need to, like, serve me or you don't get the goods. It's, like, because, like, you don't have the, you have the options either or or. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's, like, no, like, t- yeah. Well, other, I, say, I mean, as yeah. a Christian, I think... Like you're getting the goods anyways. Mm. Like you're getting a lot of goods already. Like I, because I, I, I see this was the other tangent I was going to go yeah. on to try and help you like understand where I'm coming from. Like seeing God would be as the source of like all the pleasures that we have in life, the things that we enjoy, the air we breathe, and the comfort. Mm. And that God would give that all to like us, even if we want to be like, no, heck with you, you don't exist, and all of that. But to go to the exact yeah. directly to the King Jong Un um, comparison, <laughs> yeah. right? <laughs> I'm already trying to learn Norwegian, guys. Like, I'm not trying to deal with that. So it depends on who the object of the worship is, right? Mm. It depends mm. on who. So if, if you don't uh, 
prefer to understand it in terms of like uh, love of like relationship. Like that's totally fine. But think of it as an issue of truth. Like what is, is this belief in God like true or not? And if you have one second, Mm. and if you have a moral problem of like, well, why would I want to worship and serve this God? It depends on the object of the worship. Like, is there a way to investigate what this being's character is like? Is there a way to investigate what they've done in the world and what do they think about me? Like, Mm. what would I get out of loving, worshiping, and serving? What I get out of worshiping Kim Jong is slavery. Sorry if you hear this. Well, I'm not. But, uh, you know, I I live under a dictatorship Mm. of a guy who's brutal and clearly mentally troubled. And I just don't see that as being the logical outcome of serving the God of the Bible. Yeah. Um, mm. to not go into like too many tangents either because mm. also like as we have hinted multiple times to talk, talk about the problem of like um, like evil in the Bible itself or, mm. m- or bad moral or however you can define sure. it mm-hmm. um, like I see it's like very like like um, uh, it's like in Genesis like you have like the, the flood you have the mm-hmm. killing of like the firstborns in Egypt mm-hmm. and uh, you have like just the killing of a guy picking stick on a Sunday. And mm-hmm. uh, and I just like, if this is like to the moral arbitrarily, the one of the deciding moral stuff, then it's like, like, because often when I like, I talk about um, like the moral contradiction to something, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't talk, I talk about, okay, no, I don't remember my train of thought there, mm-hmm. but just like uh, it's just yeah, it's just you understand my point. Yeah, yeah hopefully, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that I mean, so those those fair questions. Mm. It was really mm. difficult, yeah. and it's almost like um, it's like this. Imagine I'm a I'm a small child, and I need to have my appendix taken out of my body because if I don't, it's going to burst and I'm going to die. Mm-hmm. And my dad says to me, Cameron, here's what we have to do: we're going to take you to a, a strange man you don't know. And he's going to make you unconscious. He's going to take all of your clothes off and put you on a table and cut your body open Mm. and start taking stuff out. Right. And you can explain it in those terms. Mm. And you can imagine me as a child and saying, this doesn't make sense, but my dad says that it's right. And I'm going, and I know that he's good and I'm going to take, I'm going to take his word for it. And those of us with a little bit more experience and wisdom, would well, you would all reassure me, right? You have to imagine I'm a young, I'm a little kid now. Yeah. But you all would reassure me. No, no, Cam, your dad's doing the right thing. I know it sounds crazy. I know as a child it doesn't make any sense. But this mm. is what will save your life, and it's not evil. It's it's very good. Mm. And I think that that's my that something like that is the foundation of my response to. What about these moral things in the Bible that I don't understand? How could how could God drown everybody? No, uh, I think I, I think I uh, I got it now. Yeah, it's like he has like conditions in the bible yeah. about moral action yeah then he like mm-hmm. contradicts himself by doing exactly the same like yeah. you're saying like do us what i say not as i do or something like that yeah, yeah. so so again that's that's mm. fair and we could talk and i would yeah, be glad it's, to it's spend probably like <laughs> we probably must spend a lot of time well, yeah. on this well yeah. there are excellent answers for for mm-hmm. each instance yeah. so something right. like uh god wouldn't let one of us drown everybody right if i said god <laughs> everyone <laughs> in my house is incurably wicked right. so i drowned my wife and mm. children yeah we, uh, I, we would go whoa 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 god probably has a rule about that and you go well mm-hmm. he, but he did it and we recognize that there's a difference in authority between mm-hmm. between different actors. If you came to my house and took all of my guitars, that right. would be a moral crime. And if I went to my house and took what all of I my guitars... Them, what if I sold them and gave the money to uh, 
helping poor, yeah, poor still, people. Yeah, oh my yeah. goodness, that's yeah. economics. Oh, okay. Yeah, still a, mor- still, still a moral crime. Yeah. But if I went to my house and took all of my guitars, that's not a yeah. moral crime. Mm. So there are, there, and there's no contradiction when I say, no, 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 the moral rule is we don't steal. But when I, well, how, okay, it looks like you're making an exception yeah. for yourself, Cam, because you're just saying when you do it, it's not stealing. And I go, well, yeah, but there's a good reason because I'm the rightful owner. Right. And so there's lots to say about what are God's moral principles and how does it apply when it comes to flooding the world and killing all but a handful of all of, all of the people. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there are good answers to those questions. Yeah. But for me, the foundation of those, even as I struggle with them, I mean, I've read the Bible. And there's stuff in there that's hard for hard yeah. for me to uh, to understand. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't get it. But in my in my experience with God, He's shown Himself true and faithful and good and just and righteous. And so I can, for, with the things I, I'm not sure about, I can trust Him. In the same way that if I tell one of my daughters, "No, we're going to take you to a dentist, and he's going to drill holes in your teeth, mm-hmm. and that's going to make you better," and she goes, "Wait, what? It's going to..." And you just going you have to trust me. I know you don't get it, and I know you don't understand. But as you grow wise and you understand more and more what the world is really like, then you'll then you'll come to understand that this is the good and right decision. I can trust God in the same way. Or I say there these things I don't understand about. Maybe maybe they're. They're paradoxical. Maybe they're morally difficult for me to understand. But as God reveals himself and uh, as faithful and good, then the ones that I don't understand are easier for me to trust him with. And so it, it's not a surprise at all that somebody who doesn't know God mm-hmm. would look at that and go, what the heck? Mm-hmm. That, that, makes, that, makes no, that makes no sense. But that's... Oh, again, there's a lot, of, yeah. lot to say about that. That's a perfectly that's a perfectly normal and reasonable reaction to looking at things that look like moral contradictions. Like God is contradicting His own moral values. It doesn't make any sense. But as you spend time with and learn who God is, and learn to see His goodness and His justice and His proven character, then. Mm-hmm you start to be able to answer the more difficult questions and the ones that are at the top, maybe they're too difficult to satisfy my heart. My mind can at mm-hmm. least say, but I trust God. I don't know these ones, but I know the rest. I'm so sure of the rest of the stuff. You can think of like any scientific theory, right? So you pick mm-hmm. any scientific theory and there are data that are outliers. So you've got, you think of any scientific theory. I know this is a terrible reduction, <laughs> but you think of it as points on a graph And they all line up except like this one and this one and this one. And what the scientists will say is, yes, but our framework explains these thousand data points. Mm -hmm. And it's got these eight or ten that it has trouble with. But we're going to keep working to be able to incorporate those. That's how I – that's the same way that I – approach my the the times when I have doubt or I don't understand what God's up to is say I understand who he is in such a way that it makes sense of the vast majority of my experience and the scriptures and history and science and all the all the things that my mind deals with yeah and there are these outliers that I can't be sure about but as I understand my subject namely God as I understand mm-hmm. my subject better I trust that it's going to be able to incorporate the outlying out, uh, outlying data yeah. and I would just make a comment to that that I think that as far as like approaching it like in that logical way or that investigative way of like, well, let me see who God is like and that and see if that like explains maybe some of these problems I have in the Bible. Um, these real important and difficult questions that I acknowledge and I, I agree that they're difficult. Um, I just I just want to say to you that like it's definitely our perspective that God is not some kind of like distant dictator just like yeah. in his mm. castle who just says off with it's important. Well, 
tyrannical because you can be a good dictator and a bad dictator. Also. Well, what I'm yeah. trying to say, yeah. what I'm trying to say, is that Christianity, the truth of God's existence, tr- truths about God's character, mm. is something that can be investigated and mm. studied and laid out and just be like, okay, what is God like? What's important to God? You know, what's his moral compass, if you will? That's all stuff that can be investigated and studied. It could be studied by looking at, I would just point you just as my friend, not mm. we can turn the camera yeah. off. Um, <laughs> don't I'd point you. That, let's leave that going. <laughs> I, I'd point you to the life of Jesus because mm. I would say as a Christian, Jesus is God, is God perfectly revealed. And if you really wanted to know what kind of dictator God was really like, I would say, look at Jesus mm. and he's the perfect representation of God. And that's something that can be, and for anyone watching too, that's something that can be investigated. Mm. Like you can, you can see like, okay, uh, what about the four gospels? Are they historical? Why should I believe they're historical? Okay. Well, what about these things that says that Jesus did? I would say, look at that, study that. You're going to find a much different kind of picture than you would find looking at people like Kim Jong or Stalin <laughs> or Hitler yeah. or anything and like that. We will, uh, one day when I have read more and taken my notes, and we're going to have the moral, because I'm, I'm reading the Bible right now yeah. and um, mm. taking notes on problematic things you can yeah, say, but, uh, but that <laughs> where, will be for, uh, for another day. Where are you at in the Bible? No, I'm still in Genesis. Okay. I, I do like very meta, meta and as, as it goes like one week without just reading some chapters. Wow. Yeah. Mm, okay. It's, it'll take yeah. you a while, but yeah, I'm no. super excited yeah. to talk <laughs> about it when you're done. But then also we can uh, talk about the question, for, since we are going to time. I don't know if, uh, uh, we are kind of approaching our time. Yes. Are you talking about the question that you asked me earlier this week? Yeah, or? like, uh, what will your worldview be like if, like, you just stopped, like, believing God? Like, what, yeah. what will you be like? What will, like, change in your life? Mm. I'll give you, can I give you the answer that I gave you? Because we are running yeah. short on time. I know, gosh, mm. you had so much to say. Yeah. But I will just say that this, and then you can find out that they agree with me mm. <laughs> from their reactions. <laughs> So um, uh, I think that what I would wrong. Do, <laughs> I think that what I Jacob O'Neill would do, like if I found out tomorrow that like God didn't exist, I live in a physicalist kind of universe, all completely naturalist, no God. I would, I would do as best as I could to delude myself into thinking that what I care about is important or that what I do mm. is important. I wouldn't uh, just turn into like a moral monster and mm. just start raping oh, and pillaging. Yeah. Like I wouldn't do that. I, I wouldn't like become like a totally different person but I would I would I would lie to myself mm. and delude myself into thinking that uh, the things that I do that will be gone in a hundred years are so important because I just don't think and I kind of intentionally held back because we had this conversation mm. before and I wanted to hear what they had to yeah. say about it but I just I, I don't think that Whistling while you work is is a good enough answer. I, to be, put it, give it to you straight. It works in uh, Norway. Many people here are happy. And, well, yeah. uh, but that's the yeah. thing. But once you get into the, to the bottom, like mm. what works is not necessarily what's true. Yeah, mm-hmm. and what works is not necessarily like what's right. And I, I, as far as like I understand it, it's kind of like what I said like forty minutes ago. It would literally just be me. I pre- pretend that yeah. this is easy, and that would. Uh, Drive me crazy. So, 
What a great note to end this on. <laughs> um, but here's the thing. I, I don't believe that life is that way. I don't believe we're whistling while we work. Mm. I, I, I believe no, that. No, not me. I, I believe there's also more to it than just no. that they're a rock. Well, that's <laughs> good. Yeah, well, yeah. But I believe that like we care about things because they're actually meaningful, because mm. they're objectively meaningful. And like things like friendship, things like coming on a podcast and talking about important questions like this. I don't think what we're doing right now is pretending this is meaningful. I think, <laughs> I think it actually is meaningful. So anyways, I hope you think it's meaningful too. And I hope you tune in in two weeks to hear us talk some more about it. God bless. Thank you so much for listening to Word First Radio. If you like the podcast, please like, share, and subscribe. If you want to learn more about Word First and how you can support the ministry spiritually and financially, check us out at wordfirst.us. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Word First Radio, and we'll see you again next week. God bless. God bless.